guys, it's Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist with the Back on Track Running podcast, where we offer up the best solutions to problems that runners face on a daily basis. For more information, please visit backontracktherapy.com or join the Running Injury Support Group on Facebook. Now, let's get to the show. Hey guys, Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist with Back on Track Therapy and Wellness. And today I'm going to be talking about the best alternative to pain medication for musculoskeletal pain. So what we know is that there's an opioid epidemic in the United States and potentially across the world. And so everybody is getting prescribed these pain medications for things that are dealing with chronic pain or post-surgery. And what happens is they get addicted to these medications. And then once they're no longer prescribed these medications, they seek out other ways of getting that same feeling they were getting through that pain medication. And oftentimes, especially in Ohio, it's been really bad. I think Ohio is one of the worst places in the country, actually, that people are actually turning to things like heroin for that same sensation since they're not able to get their pain medications. So what are things that we can do to avoid taking these opioids or narcotics. So it's actually been shown scientifically that proper dosing of Tylenol and ibuprofen can be more effective in pain management than narcotics. So if you want specifics, I can look it up for you, but just know that just because it's a narcotic doesn't make it better at pain management than even uh, Tylenol. I know we take Tylenol like they're candy sometimes, but done regularly can be more effective than narcotics. So keep that in mind. And obviously they don't have that addictive sort of quality that narcotics have. So there's much less danger in taking something like that. The best alternative though, because Tylenol is good, it's still a medication, but the best alternative to pain medication is movement. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a PT. I'm saying that because this is what science tells us. So Janie specifically, let's talk about what's going on with you, right? I won't go into too much detail because it's your kind of thing, but you're having a little bit of knee pain. You'll notice that a lot of times it starts to feel stiff and that if you manipulate it or if you go to your chiropractor, it seems to feel better. I would say that you might get the same benefits if you did certain leg exercises. And on the other side of that, manipulation is actually just a form of movement of the joint as well. So you can even see the results, you know, in a few minutes to a few seconds from getting that joint manipulation. So you're feeling the evidence of movement of that joint reducing pain significantly. So not only does movement of a joint within a pain reduced range, when I say that, I mean, typically there's more pain at end ranges. So at end range flexion of the knee or end range extension, depending on which joint we're talking about. But say we're sticking with the knee, flexion and extension, typically at the end range, there's gonna be more pain than in the middle of the range. Not always the case, but bear with me. So basically, if you're moving that joint through that pain-free or pain-reduced range of motion throughout the day, and if you're loading it appropriately, so doing like isometrics for one thing would be good, And like I said, it kind of depends on what level you're at. Say you had like an ACL tear or something like that, then you're going to want to load it fairly gently, right? However, 
if you're able to tolerate higher level of activity, you might even be doing something like body weight squats or something along that line. But loading the tissue, we know is, especially isometrics, is known to actually reduce pain. So that's something to keep in mind. So what else? If you have finished the knee pain solution course, you will know that pain can be reduced through our attitude or our mental outlook, right? It can be reduced through managing our stress. It can be reduced through improving our diet and making sure we're getting plenty of sleep, okay? Because basically our body will become hypersensitive in certain situations, especially when you're feeling sick, if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're eating poorly, um, and all these things I mentioned, if you're feeling pessimistic, depressed, anxious, your body's more sensitive to stimuli or to things in your surroundings, like normal everyday activities, more sensitive and can be painful even when it wouldn't have been painful a week ago doing the same exact thing and nothing else has changed. So I would say address those areas, right? There are other things that you can do, sometimes doing light massage to the area, doing the biofreeze or something along those lines can be helpful temporarily. If you're dealing with something that's fairly acute, something that has recently happened, ice and elevation, of course, we've talked about that. If it's a more chronic issue, doing heat for 10 to 15 minutes several times a day, especially before you go to bed at night, and then trying to find a position to sleep in that isn't irritable to that joint or to that area, a lot of times will help reduce the irritability of that area and you'll wake up in a lot less pain. And that's actually one of the mechanisms behind the plantar fascia boots that they have, those like night splints, is that it doesn't really allow that, those muscles to go into that contracted position so that when you stretch them, it's more painful right? When you actually stretch them at the end, when you wake up in the morning, it's more painful. But basically what it's doing is it's reducing the amount of pain that you're having during the night and reducing the amount of pain that you have upon waking. And in that way, we're reducing the nervous system response and the irritability of that area. So that's how we actually heal. That's part of physical therapy is calming pain down and then building up on top of that. So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully you find it helpful. Please post if you have any questions because I'm here to help. So anyway, it's Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist, back on track therapy and wellness. And hopefully you have a good weekend. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Back on Track Running Podcast. We truly appreciate your support. Our mission is to help 1 million runners to avoid unnecessary surgery and get back to running pain-free. We offer free online resources and paid online injury consultation and run coaching to those interested in taking their running to the next level. Visit BackOnTrackTherapy.com for more details. Once again, this is Dr. Cameron Dennis, physical therapist and running specialist, and thanks for listening.